This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, let me tell you about Rough Greens. Ever since uh, Uno tried Rough Greens for the first time, uh, he is a different dog. Your dog too, right, Sue? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, Miles is... Miles was, I mean, practically dead. You're talking about President Miles? Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, President Miles. Uh, President, President Miles. Miles. Yes. Yeah. President Miles has been able to run the country. He's a little bit, he's awake more often than Joe Biden. Um, yeah. And a lot of that's because of Rough Greens. Uh, <laughs> without Rough Greens. Have you really would, seen a different, uh, have you seen a change? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, first of all, it's, it is run to the bowl. And, you know, Miles doesn't run that much anymore, but uh, <laughs> it's a very slow walk to the bowl, which is more than normal. We don't have to carry him there, at least. Um, and, mm. uh, yeah, you see a real difference in, in energy level. My, my dog Piper is, is much younger and, and you can tell, I mean, she wants to run around. She wants to play, you yeah. know, there's a lot of the, the activity, uh, increase is noticeable. Yeah. Same with Uno. Uno is nine, which is old for a German shepherd. And, uh, he's acting like he was three. I mean, it's, it's really a change. Try a free bag of rough greens for your dog just to try out. All you pay for is shipping. You get a little bag, make sure that they'll eat it. You put it on their food. If they love it, order a bigger bag and watch the results. 833-GLEN33 or roughgreens.com slash back. Letter in from a from a fan and listener who is uh, really struggling. Uh, Thirty four years old, listens all the time, and doesn't know what to do. Doesn't know how to fight or or at least present facts to his friends. We go there in sixty seconds. program first let me tell you about relief factor um relief factor is something that is really going to change your life it it is a a pain remedy that is real and i say that kind of unbelieving because you know anything that works on inflammation that's where all of our pain is coming from but anything that works on inflammation has never really worked for me. I don't know why, um, but it just doesn't. I mean, ibuprofen 800, shut up. Jeez, I already take that. I think, you know, ibuprofen 1600, it doesn't make a dent with me. So I really didn't think that um, relief factor would work. It did. And I still take it three times a day, every day. It is, it's a miracle in my life. It's a miracle in many people's lives. Try it. You might be part of the 70% where it just works wonders in your life. And you get out of pain. You get your life back. Just try it. Three-week quick start. You'll know in three weeks. Doesn't work in three weeks. It's not going to work for you. 
relieffactor.com call 800-583-84 800-583-84 it's relieffactor.com Dear Glenn, my name is uh, Frederick Morgan. I'm one of these young black Americans, 34 years old. I listened to Rush every day when I was in middle school. I truly believe in the conservative thought. I am a conservative, but I can't fight some of the things my friends bring up. I try my hardest to fight it because I know that I'm right. I went to Florida State University. I'm a major in history. I'd love your opinion if you could. Please tell me how I can fight this story that this country was built on slaves when it actually truly was all the way up to Canada and the original 13 colonies. They did have indentured servants right alongside everyone else at the time. I try to tell people this. I try to give them, um, uh, you know, some some information that will help change their lives. The whole thing about the Civil War, how many lives were lost, white lies, white lives. But it's just not enough. I need more history. I need more real history. Because what I was taught, obviously, it just isn't enough. So he goes on and he's basically pleading for information. Frederick, I got your email uh, this morning. And I really appreciate you writing in. Let me see if I can help you. First of all, you're right about indentured servants. The first American slave happened in the 1600s. Now, that was an English slave. There was no America in the 1600s. It was English. And that slave belonged to a black man. See, he was an indentured servant. It was a black indentured servant to a black man. And what indentured servant meant is, you know, it's 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 kind of in a way when a company pays for your uh, education into something and then it's this. It's the military. You do what the military says and they'll pay for your education. But you work for them for at least four years. That's basically what indentured servitude was. It wasn't slavery. It was indentured servitude. So this indentured servant, I guess, just didn't work hard enough uh, to this man's liking. And so he went to court and he said, I think he owes me the rest of the rest of his life. Thus making him a slave with no chance of escape. That was a black man that sued for that privilege. Uh, and won in an English court. So the first slave was black. The first slave owner was black. While the numbers don't compare uh, because of just the volume, the, the per capita rate in many of the southern states, slaves were held per capita. Uh, in more black families than white families. Most people didn't have slaves. Um, but most people didn't look at slavery 
at all. It's not that they didn't look at it and judge it great. They refused to look at it. For instance, we're doing that right now on many things, many things. And when your progressive friends say, well, they didn't stop slavery. No. Do you believe abortion is either good or bad? That it's either a fundamental right that every woman should have to kill her baby, or it's a fundamental right of the babies to not be killed by their mothers. Either way, it doesn't matter. How come we haven't solved that? Why haven't you done everything you can to make sure that every woman has the right? Oh, you, you say you have. You've done everything you can. But you still have half the country or more believing it's wrong. So now what are you going to do? What needs to happen for you if you believe that that is the right of every woman to be able to choose to kill her child? Every woman has that right. And she's enslaved to a system that says no. What are you doing to free her from that? We're doing everything we can. That's exactly what the founders did. They did everything they could. But at some point, you either have to kill people over it and have another war. Or you just believe in progress That we're going to make steps and eventually we will get through this. See, that's what progressivism is. Except I think progressivism is uh, actually on the side of evil because it was really started to make us a communist country or a fascistic country. Because before the 1940s and the 1950s were communism and uh, and, uh, 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 fascism revealed itself for the death machine that it was. When it first was proposed, people in America, many on the uh, right and the left, Republicans and Democrats, thought, you know, this is the way it should be. We should do that. But they didn't want the bloody revolution. They didn't want to kill people over it. So they decided we would just put it in step by step. And eventually we'd get there. Now, yes, it's taken 100 years, but voila, we are here. So should they have had a bloody revolution in 1917 here in America? Well, I guess if you're an absolutist, you would say yes. But if you're an absolutist, then what happens to when you have control now of all three branches? You are you are just marching headlong into socialism. What are you going to do with the 50 percent of the Americas, Americans that don't want to do that? that don't believe in that path, what are you going to do? Are you going to hope that progressivism will change them? Or are you going to scare them or shoot them? Because that's the choice that our founders had on slavery. Refer them to the Declaration of Independence, the the first draft. You can find it online. Look for where Thomas Jefferson's handwriting changes. Look for when Jefferson starts to print things out, not in cursive letters. Look where he capitalizes and underlines the word men. Why would he do that? He understood. He understood that slaves were men. That slaves had uh, just the same equal right as everybody else to be free. That's why he that's why he excoriates 
the king, King George, and explains how many times they tried to stop it. What makes you any different as a progressive than the founders? They did everything they could, including all new lands, the Northwest Ordinance, forbade any kind of slavery. It was not going to spread. In fact, they did everything they could to shut it down, to slowly bleed it dry. If we were a nation that was built by slaves and over the 400 years of the slave trade, I think we imported about a million slaves. Why isn't Brazil built on the back of slaves, seeing that they took about 8 million. What? Why aren't they known as a country built on slavery? We took the least. Americans took the least amount of slaves. For all the rest of the, the Dutch slave trade, we were the lowest on the totem pole. Why is it that we are the only ones? Why is it that we are the only one? Yeah, well, it took a civil war to stop it. Yes, it did. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? We're the only country in the world where white people fought white people to free black people. Gee, that sounds awfully racist, doesn't it? We killed 600,000 men and women and children in many cases on the battlefield. 600,000 in the Civil War. White people fighting white people to free black people. Help me out. Well, it just, that wasn't what the Civil War was about. The Civil War was about the Union. Yes, it was. And the Union was trying to abolish slavery. That's why they seceded, because they thought Abraham Lincoln was going to stop slavery. Well, he didn't, did he? When he first got in, he didn't care. He said the federal government doesn't have that power to stop it. It has to stop in the slave states. You might call him a progressive, but when they came out and said, we reject this union and to join our new Confederate union, you have to be not only accepting slaves, you have to actively be involved in importing and expanding the slave trade. We thought that was evil. We thought that was wrong. So, yep, we went to war. See, the problem with this is, is this is so easy. It's so easy to fight, but no one really wants to listen to it. Nobody wanted to listen to the plight of slavery, just like nobody wants to talk about abortion today. Nobody wants to talk about the fact that there are more people held in slavery today than in the entire 400 history. 400-year history of the slave trade. 400 years of slavery. There are more held today in slavery than over that entire period. Why aren't we talking about that? The reason is we don't talk about things that are important anymore. 
Don't you know that? That's why the media is not covering the the uh, colonial pipeline. They're not talking about the incredible attack on our infrastructure by Russians. Now, if Russia were a friend, I'll, I'll tell you this. If Donald Trump or Ronald Reagan were in office, we would be demanding that Donald uh, that uh, Putin would bring those people to justice. Can you imagine? You imagine if some group just attacked the infrastructure of Putin's oil regime and they were Americans and the American government said, we don't have anything to do with it. I, I don't know anything about it. But they could prove it came from America. Do you think Putin would think that maybe we were involved and have some strong words for us? Because I know Ronald Reagan would have. I know Donald Trump would have. But the media has decided it's not important because the media is part of the destruction of America. And so is our educational system. So, Frederick, take solace in the fact that you have the first name that Frederick Douglass had and Frederick Douglass was conned by people for a long time. He believed that the constitution was a slave owner's paradise until he was asked, have you read it when he read it? And then he read the federalist papers and he read the declaration of independence. He said, this is the greatest document of freedom. This is the greatest anti-slavery document ever written. You may not win with your friends. Don't try to win. Just try to be helpful. But at the same time, Frederick, you might, you might want to find some new friends. Let me tell you about CarShield. I'm going to go out on a limb here and assume that you don't own computer chip manufacturing plant. Because if you do, this commercial's not for you. Um, based on the assumption that you don't own one, uh, I'm going to further assume that you don't enjoy the prospect of having to pay thousands of dollars to replace one in your car, even if you can get one. This hasn't really hit yet, America. It's about to. Your phones, your car, everything. We're, they're not making computer chips. And Ford is saying we're not going to be able to fulfill production in this quarter. For a covered repair, man, you get one of those computer chips before I had a three or five thousand dollar computer chip go down a chip, a piece of plastic if that went down and it cost that much money, write my car off. But I didn't because I have car shield car shield doesn't care about uh, your car doesn't care about your savings. It doesn't cover. It doesn't care about the computer chip shortage. When it goes, it goes. But car shield has me covered and they can cover you as well. Call them right now, carshield.com. This is an insurance policy, in, uh, policy against inflation and what's kind of coming toward, towards your car. Carshield.com, code back. Carshield.com, code back. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds, station. Welcome to the... Uh, Welcome to the program. So, <laughs> riots in Jerusalem yesterday. Did you see that? Did you see what what uh, happened yesterday in Jerusalem and 
and the the top Israeli diplomat in the United States, he said yesterday, the Western powers have inflamed the tensions in Jerusalem. I, I, you know, Stu, it, it, I mean, are we on the wrong side of everything now? Interesting wording. I thought what had inflamed Jerusalem were the rockets landing on it. That was kind of my my thought about what was inflaming Jerusalem <laughs> right, at this okay. particular All moment. Right. right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. We're not on the wrong side of everything. It's it's just, you know, this is something we've had to deal with for a long time. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. It's, you know, this stuff is everywhere and you have to fight it off everywhere. I mean, we were talked about the Disney thing yesterday where they're going through and teaching critical race theory and that like the colorblind society is a hateful um, relic of the past and uh, asking for how does that even make sense to anybody? How does a thinking human being actually make that work in their head? I don't know. I mean, the only thing is the sort of Ibram Kendi uh, construct of saying, basically, you know, the only solution for past discrimination is current discrimination. There is nothing you can do about the past. The past is gone. Tomorrow may never come. Let's concentrate on today. I mean, I mean, this is so easy to take apart. How does this stuff make sense to so many people? Are they just that dumb? I mean, I've met dumb people. I have seen them in the parking lot of Walmart, and I have lived in New York City. So, really, class doesn't make a difference. We are riddled with dumb people. And so maybe you just have to be that dumb. But just a few honest questions tear all that apart, doesn't it? Yeah, but no one wants to act. It's very difficult to get people in the mindset of of wanting to ask or answer honest questions. It's very difficult. I mean, they just don't. Well, I mean, the, the outdoor mask answer- thing is a perfect example of it, right? No, there's never yeah. been evidence to support you should wear a mask outside ever. I mean, it's never been a drop of evidence to say that that's a smart thing to do. Yet, if you don't wear one in certain areas of this country, you will be harassed by people walking by you who will get oh, in wow. your face to explain to you why you're bad. Uh, for doing that and while increasing the risk that there's actual transmission because they're in your face yelling at you uh, that's not sense that's there, there's no science behind that that's not common sense that's just I, I don't know if it's just tribalism or what it is but it's 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 I not think tribalism is I think tribalism is a big part of it it's not so much now but it was under Donald Trump you had to be against the vaccine. You had to be against, yeah. uh, you know, everything that Donald Trump did, hydrochloroquine, all of it. And it was all tribalism. It had nothing to do with the truth. Now, I just think those roles are set for everybody on uh, on COVID. And so you you, I guess, self-select. However, I'm I'm willing to look and live by the science, but I don't think the people in Washington are. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Well, if you've been weeping tears of sadness because you miss Chamonix's Mother's Day sale, I have great news for you. I know there's a lot of people doing that, but they've extended it for another week, which means not only do you get the chance to get that special lady, the greatest skincare uh, in the world, but also you can treat your own bags and puffiness from crying all those tears of sadness. Order the classic GenuSelfer bags and puffiness. You'll get the jawline treatment and the Zotique deep correcting serum absolutely free. As an additional post-Mother's Day gift, the GenuCell is also going to throw in their legendary GenuCell anti-wrinkle treatment and moisturizer, 
also free. It's three gifts when you order today. You can still treat that special mother in your life with the special, uh, greatest skincare that you can possibly get. See results in 12 hours or your money back. No risk here. Go to GenuCell.com or call them at 800-577-8709. 800-577-8709. Today, they're going to upgrade uh, to everybody to free priority shipping. So you're getting the three free gifts. You're getting the order. You're getting the free priority shipping. You're getting it all. Don't wait. Call or click now. Happy Mother's Day from Shamini genucell.com g-e-n-u-c-e-l.com or 800-577-8709 all right tomorrow very big program the glenn beck program on blaze tv grab your subscription now and save promo code glenn at blaze tv.com slash glenn this is the glenn beck program so glad that you have tuned us in today it is tuesday the pipeline is still down. The White House has said <clears throat> that we should. Uh, that's a private sector thing. So <clears throat> whether they pay the ransom or not is really up to them. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you for that help. Is that an issue to you? I mean, you don't think the government should have a little more nah. guidance on. It is weird <sighs> that like this is one of the things that happens often, not only by private companies, but also by you know city governments and state governments that. They oh, yeah. get hacked and they just literally just pay criminals to get their information back. What are like we, a normal what are we, practice. What are we paying the federal government? Why are we paying taxes if they won't protect us from outside forces? Isn't that their job? Seems like protect it us to from me. Outside forces. Yeah, it does to me. Too. And we don't seem to take any of these things seriously after they happen. You know, you have hacks from mm-hmm. sometimes state actors that we don't do anything about. We have, I mean, mm-hmm. we have a very serious possibility that a global pandemic was caused by a communist government uh, and cover uh, by the way i've still still not unsealed right. the research files from uh right the wuhan institute of virology so that uh, you know, people mm-hmm. around the world can check them out and see if maybe this was the cause mm-hmm. still haven't done it mm-hmm. we're a year later still haven't done it no one seems to care no one seems to do much of anything about it and uh it's going to continue well, we're to busy happen unless working, we hold these people responsible we're busy working on equity right now that should we should be laser focused on equity because that's what everybody's looking for yes not equality that's you know? for sure i don't want no, equality. Not equality i don't no. want equality i want equity no. which is something totally yes. different and brand mm-hmm. spanking new uh, in case you mm-hmm. haven't been following this have you seen the disney thing did you look into that at all glenn uh, over the past couple of days i didn't look into it because it would make my eyes bleed i i know I, about it the disney <laughs> training but i did kind you're of make my eyes bleed right? i thought about you a little bit and the eye bleeding here and i thought about how mm-hmm. much to torture you over this because mm-hmm. i know you mm-hmm. you love and you hate disney you have a, you have a love-hate relationship there i love walt disney i love what he stood for i love what he built i love how he built it uh, uh, I love the ideals, the original principles of Disney. I despise them now. Despise them. Well, this is going to help you probably down this road because they've started mm-hmm. a brand new, uh, brand new uh, program for their employees, and mm-hmm. it's called Reimagine Tomorrow. Because you're probably imagining t- tomorrow right now as a white person, as like you are a racist and you don't like black people and you're hoping to go back to those good old days of but slavery. But what can Disney and- do to help me reimagine a place where white people are not in charge and, and where white people don't, you know, uh, milk their advantage to keep people in, in chains? You know, I'm glad you asked that. And I'd like to get your reaction yeah. <laughs> to some of these things, Glenn, to see okay, yeah, how you yeah, feel about sure, that. Sure, sure, um, One sure. module of the program, of the program is called allyship for race consciousness 
The company mm-hmm. tells employees that they must take ownership of educating themselves about structural anti-black racism, and they should not rely on their black colleagues to educate them because it is emotionally taxing. Now, oh, I can imagine how emotionally taxing it is. Mm-hmm. The United White States- people are not emotionally, uh, emotionally taxed at all right now. <laughs> right. We are just living the sweet dream. And the document goes on to basically say, instead of, like, so you're not, we're supposed to have a conversation about race, right? That's what but we're always told. with people of color. But don't no, no. talk to people of color about their opinions Thank on you. it because that is going to tax them emotionally. Instead, yes. you should go, as the document advises, you should go talk to, or go read things from black journalists and writers who can inform you about this, which mm-hmm. again, to my eye, and I know... As a man with white privilege, I don't have any role in this conversation. But sure. But to my eye, picking your journalists based on their skin color is racism. Is it Uh, not? Excuse me. May I quote? Ha ha. Racist. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a great cartoon. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By the way, we should point out uh, this is from Christopher Rufo, who's done an incredible job. I mean, one man wrecking crew. It is one man. uh, It is. uh, In destroying... Uh, so and exposing so many times in internal documents like this from schools and com- companies across the country. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he's going to be joining us later this week uh, to talk about this. Um, Disney recommends that employees atone for their racism by challenging colorblind ideologies and rhetoric. I can't take it. Such as I can't take it. All lives matter. I don't see color and. And, of course, white people must listen with empathy to black colleagues and not question Mm. or debate black Mm. colleagues' lived experience. Mm. Now, Glenn, Mm. correct Mm -hmm. me if I'm Mm -hmm. wrong here. I'm I'm just just thinking here for a second. Mm -hmm. First of all, Mm -hmm. I thought the the, the utopian vision, utopian, we may never get there, but utopian Mm -hmm. vision of Martin Luther King was a colorblind society. So now that we must challenge colorblind ideologies and rhetoric, such as I don't see color. I mean, okay, so they are you know the reason of Martin why. Luther King. Yes, of course they are, because they believe the opposite of Martin Luther yes. King. Because Martin Luther King was saying, America, live up to your principles and your values and your ideals. What they're saying now is all of those ideals, all of those principles are garbage. Mm-hmm. And the only way to fight racism is with racism. So two can play that game. That's what they're saying. Two can play that game and we're going to get we're going to get the one up on you and we're going to crush you into the dirt. This this is you know, I'll show you this in action tomorrow, tomorrow night on our special uh, nine o'clock. It happens. You can you can watch it a billion places. Watch it at Blaze TV. Watch it on YouTube. Um, by the way, you're going to have to go seek it out on YouTube. And they're eh, some reason or another, it's it's hard to find uh, any of the videos of mine on YouTube being spread around anymore. But uh, you can just go to YouTube and watch it there for free. You can get it as a Blaze TV. But we're going to show you this happening in real time. They're just a little ahead of us, one country. And we'll show you the truth on that. By the way, Stu, I brought mm-hmm. in the Disneyland prospectus. Yeah. Okay. So th- this is the actual uh, prospectus that was typed out originally by Walt's secretary at his dictation over a weekend. This is what he brought to the banks and said, uh, I want to build a theme park. Nobody knew what a theme park was. Uh, They turned him down. He was asking for $18 million to build Disneyland. Can you imagine that? 
This is the Disneyland story. I want you to see, are they living up to any of these ideals? The idea of Disney, of Disneyland, is a simple one. It will be a place for people to find happiness and knowledge. Okay, you could say critical race theory in a very twisted, absolutely uh, polar opposite of Walt Disney sort of way. You could say, oh, yeah, we're just giving knowledge. Yes. Hmm. It'll be a place for parents and children to share pleasant times in one another's company. A place for teachers and pupils to discover greater ways of understanding and education. Here, the older generation can recapture the nostalgia of the days gone by, and the younger generation can savor the challenge of the future. Here will be the wonders of nature and man for all to see and understand. Disneyland will be based upon and dedicated to the ideals, the dreams, the hard facts that have created America. And it will be uniquely equipped to dramatize these dreams and facts and send them forth as a source of courage and inspiration to all the world. So if America was built on slavery, you better damn well tear Disney apart. Because it was dedicated to the ideals, the facts and the dreams that created America. Hmm. So if you're saying that slavery Tear the damn park down, and I will help you do it. Uh, Disneyland will be something of a fair, an exhibition, a playground, a community center, a museum of living facts, a showplace of beauty and magic. It will be filled with the accomplishments, the joys and hopes of the world we live in. And it will remind us and show us how to make these wonders part of our own lives. That was Walt's dream. That's what he built. That's not what any Disney park represents today. If they are teaching their people, they have already allowed people to grow their hair any way they want. Mustache. You can have tattoos. I know this seems like a really small thing, but why was Disneyland so successful? Why did Walt Disney build a berm, a wall around Disney? It wasn't just to keep people from sneaking into the park for free. Why did he build a giant berm around that whole thing? He built it so you could enter a fantasy world. You could enter a world where the current world of stress, the current world of problems would disappear. So would Walt want people with tats on their face? No. Why? Because people view tats different ways. He wanted everything as clean and as generic as possible with all of the employees. He wanted people to represent the best of mankind without any reminders of the outside world. You want to take your vacation at a place that you're already so concerned is going to bankrupt your family? I mean, if you were the federal government, you'd be borrowing from your great-grandchildren to be able to go to Disney. You're already stressed out about that. You want to go into a place that now is, is preaching to you what you should be instead of the hard facts, the ideals, and the principles of this country that created the greatest country, the greatest 
um, um, flash of freedom in all mankind? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Sorry, Walt. I think now it's time for all of us to go back and sit on that bench that had gum on it at the carnival where you took your kids every Sunday and thought there's got to be a better way. Not anymore. They've destroyed it. You know, I should probably apologize for being in such a bad mood today, but uh, I don't know. I pay attention to the world. Let me tell you about American financing. Sarah wrote in about her experience. She said, we just closed on our home with American financing. I heard about them through the blaze. Decided to give them a try. They were fantastic. They assigned a whole team to take care of us. They were amazingly helpful. Great communication all around. Above and beyond that, we got a great interest rate to boot, 2.75. What's your interest rate now? Is your interest rate anywhere near four? God forbid it's higher. You can get your interest rate now down in the twos and save yourself a buttload of money over the long term of your of your loan. You will pay a lower monthly payment. If you consolidate your loan without resetting the terms of your mortgage, without resetting the years, if you consolidate your loan right now, you could save hundreds, if not thousands every month. And I'm telling you, those credit card bills are going to go up because the banks will impose higher interest rates because they'll say people are desperate and they're too risky. And so we have to charge more money and they will gouge themselves on your interest rate. Trust me, it's coming. Get out of those things as fast as you can. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. So yesterday, the Biden administration came out and said, you know, what they did with Johnson & Johnson and the vaccines, uh, that actually helped uh, the credibility of the vaccines. That didn't stop anybody from, from coming out and getting the vaccines. Uh, well, other than the fact that we can look at the numbers and almost to the day that you said, hey, uh, Johnson & Johnson, there might be a bad, uh, b- bad situation here with uh, Johnson & Johnson. All of a sudden, everybody just decides, yeah, I'm not going to go get a vaccine. Uh, really? To, On, to clarify what a coincidence. Here, Glenn, you said almost to the day. It was to the day. Uh, the exact <laughs> the day. day this occurred, there's a massive drop off from not only Johnson & Johnson, but of course, also Pfizer and Moderna. And people no. want, not wanting to take it as much. Now, it started to just sort of pop back up in the last few days. Uh, so, you know, multiple week uh, uh, area of of declines in vaccinations obviously based on the fact that they pulled one off the market for no reason and then put it mm-hmm. back on the market mm-hmm. with not even a warning mm-hmm. I, this so, is, uh, incredible so Stu, i i i i have a country that may it may actually be worse uh than what our country is doing to get people vaccinated okay you know, our country just says, hey, there might be a real problem. You know, people might die from this. Oh, but, ah, but go get the vaccine. And if you get the vaccine, uh, you got to still wear masks and social distance right. and never see anyone ever again. I think this might be I think this might actually be uh, worse in Romania. Mm-hmm. They have decided to uh, that one of the health clinics, you know, they need the space to vaccinate people. So one of the health clinics is going to be. um Bran Castle. Hmm? 
Brand Castle. You don't know what Brand Castle is? Let me see if I can. Romania, Romania. What did it used to be called? Oh, um, Transylvania. Transylvania? <laughs> yeah, Brand's Castle, mm-hmm. uh, known as Dracula's Castle. <laughs> so, uh, kids, all we want you to do is go up a hill and uh, go into castle, and they stick you with needles. <laughs> no, uh-uh. No. Apparently, tourists think it's cool. Yeah, I guess you get a T-shirt. I got, uh, you know, I, I got vaccinated at Dracula's castle. <laughs> I kind of want that T-shirt. I don't know I why. Do, I do. I do kind of yeah. want the T-shirt. I do. I got vaccinated at Dracula's castle. What'd you do with yeah, your weekend? I, Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost worth flying over because yeah. the airline tickets have got to be cheap. <laughs> I think they're always cheap inbound to Romania, uh, but yeah, now yeah. Even, maybe even more. <laughs> so uh, you got that. Either that or you can go to Bucharest and get it at the National Library. Oh, you got to go to the Dracula's Castle. You got to go to Dracula's Castle. Yeah, I'm not going across the street to get it at the library. But <laughs> Are we sure you're supposed to be ahead. injecting that into my Bro, neck? My why, why would you be? I don't understand. <laughs> that was an arm shot. Why are there two needles no. going into my neck? And why is your head so close to me? <laughs> so uh, all right. Back in just a second. Mr. Bill O'Reilly is joining us. We're going to talk about uh, his book. It's out today, right? Killing the Mob. Yeah, it's out today. Mm -hmm. Killing the Mob. We'll talk to him next.